It's that time of the year. It's October 30th. You know what tomorrow like, is, Ben? Y- yeah, it's what judging from what's on my screen, you know. <laughs> You call him Humpty Dumpty, but he doesn't look like an egg to me. It's extremely terrifying, ladies and gentlemen, the shit that I had to put up with in the the green room before we go on the air. that That is the Humpty Dumpty character from a movie called The Curse of Humpty Dumpty, which is available on Tubi TV. Well, I will make a special appointment not to watch that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boo! Why not? Because I'll be watching a good Halloween movie tonight in The Lost Boys. Oh, uh, okay, then. Alright, yes. Okay. That's a very good reason. <laughs> By the way, they're remaking that movie. What the... What? They're remaking it. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, they're remaking that movie. I don't know why. I'm sure. I'm sure it's gonna piss me off. You know, I mean, I get it because Hollywood is a money-hungry machine. I understand that, but um, but some classics should just be left alone. Okay, I gotta. Okay, because you already know I'm on TikTok, so some people that I follow talk about movies, right? Right. So this is one person I follow. Um. He was asking, uh, he, he usually asks like a question every day, like about a movie question every day. And yeah. he was asking about like movie sequels and what we think of them. And I'm like, I think they need to leave classics the hell alone and stop remaking them. It's right. I agree with you. And he, he replied to me, he said, no, I think today's gen, today's generation need to watch it in their own vision. I'm thinking, no, too bad if they didn't get to watch it when the originals were out. That's, like, that's why we have uh, DVDs. Go out and get the originals. That's that's why we have DVDs. That's why we have Netflix. That's why we have Hulu. Get your shit together, people. So he, he agrees that, uh, that remakes are cool because today's... Uh, Today's generation needs to watch it in their own vision. No, they don't. Uh, no, they need to watch it in the original vision, the way it was intended to be seen. Exactly. Like, uh, like uh, another one they, they're going to remake uh, that's uh, being released in December, I believe, of this year is a West Side Story. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know. Why? I know. Why? Just let it go. Jesus. Okay, speaking of movies, um, the, I should the, te- the tears are gonna are gonna short the electrical circuit on my computer. Speaking of movies, I've got four that I watched uh, this week. Uh, we can uh, actually we can either touch on them. Uh, Actually, let's get rid through the crappy uh, week that was in wrestling first, and then we can save the fun part stuff for near the end. I like the way you think, sir. All right, so uh, we usually don't do NXT on the show anymore because, uh, well, Michael doesn't doesn't really watch it. Uh, it doesn't really suck. You know what? I might be. I might be different then because I actually enjoy NXT. Not every week is going to be good, but for the most part, I kind of enjoy it. 
Okay, well then we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on that one because if we don't, my head's gonna explode. So I will uh, touch on that also because it's uh, Halloween Havoc. And uh, so Ben, how was your week? Um, once again, it was, it was very slow because we're uh, smack dab in the middle of construction. And yeah, how's that going? Um, Oh, my My house looks like a bomb went off in it. <laughs> it's, it's exactly what it looks like. Oh, man. So, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's weird having strangers in your house. Like, I, I just stay in my room as much as possible because it's like there's nothing to go out to the kitchen for. Yeah. You know, if we need to get food, we go out somewhere, but it's just, because you can't cook. I mean, there's there's nothing you can do in that kitchen. Is I should send you uh, a video of that I took of when we we did our renovations. It was insane. <laughs> when <laughs> yes, we put but... when we when we put the tiles. Actually, I took. Uh, I think there's two. I'm not sure if uh, didn't exist, but one that does exist on Facebook. It's in my. It's in my uh, video folder. Is uh, the one that I made when uh, we renovated this here and turned it into my kitchen. Yeah, well, uh, suffice to say, I'm not going to be uh, jumping head first in any further uh, renovations for my parents' sake after this is done because this is supposed to take the rest of the year into the new year. So, wow. Holy uh, <laughs> particularly enthused and and to my parents credit they're not either so and then uh, we have uh, there is just too much wrestling lately every day it's something well that and and that's why I'm so selective about what I watch um, because because it just gets to the point where it's oversaturation. And then I begin not to care. I see. That's a, that's one thing I really like. I'm glad that I don't have to do that. The other show anymore. Like I'm done. This was the last day uh, that I'm covering for one of the co-hosts that uh, couldn't be here for the month of October. Because that's one thing that I'm glad about is that that's over. Because I don't mind helping out, but the amount of wrestling that I have to watch is insane. I have to watch Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, Rampage. Yeah. You know how many well, hours of TV that is every week? Well, I, well, I do know because I, with the exception of NXT, I I oh, do it all. Geez. That's why, like, I rather I rather watch um, wrestling TV. That that app I. I tell you yeah. about on my Amazon Fire Stick because that has good stuff <laughs> as yeah. we will get into later on and uh, Ben actually let's tell the fans what we have this week of so, course oh, go ahead. of course we have uh, the usual Raw, Smackdown AEW Rampage AEW Rampage and Dynamite uh, we're going to touch on NXT Halloween Havoc in addition to that we're going to take a look at Best of cage matches. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one in particular based on what you told me uh, last week. And um, this week, I know you really like the audio clips that I've started playing. Uh, unfortunately, this week, there are no audio clips because there are no commentary on these matches as they were uh, matches that took place at live tapings. Well, and that part I understand, so that doesn't really bother me. So, and then, uh, of course, we're going to close out with Wrestling Roulette, where I play... Oh, my favorite segment. I'm getting better and better with each passing Where week. I play 10 seconds of a clip, and my co-host asked us, he guessed whose entrance theme it is. As well as I watched uh, four movies, which we will go over at the at the end as well. All right, so Ben, we should get into this week in wrestling. Oh my god. Monday Night Raw, what do you have? Uh, uh, you want to do high points and low points and put your name Thank you so very much. Golf clap for Elio. I really appreciate that. <laughs> um, go ahead. You have no idea how happy you just made me. Um, so, Raw came to us from the Toyota Center in uh, Houston, Texas. God, the names of these arenas just suck. It's it's nothing original. It's terrible. Anyway, um, so the first person we see is Biggie talking about um, how great it is to have the season premiere in in a city like Houston, and obviously we have the Let's Go Astro chance because of the World Series. Now, uh, I understand that um, we're doing the high high points and low points um, situation, but the reason why I bring up this opening segment um, is because I hate segments like this. Right, I'm not going to put it in, in the low point because that's a, that's a stretch. But I just, I have to tell you, um, I hate it when they pander to a city to get a cheap pop. The last time I liked something like that was when Mick Foley was doing it. Um... I, just, I, want, I want Big E to lose the belt because, and I'll tell you why. Because you can, I can't take him seriously as a champion. Well, and, and that part I, I completely understand because, you know, honestly, as soon as I heard about the 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 nectar of, um, of <laughs> no. championship glory, no, driven, no, no, you know, stop, uh, stop, <laughs> you're killing us. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm not gonna do that again because we don't need to give our um our listeners any unnecessary visuals. But um, you know, I just—it's so generic, it's so stupid, and and and. But the most important thing that you have to take out of this opening sequence, and and the reason why I'm mentioning it now. Um, is because instead of having uh, like a series of matches, you, you don't even have to call it a tournament because we're just coming off a King of the Ring and, Queen, and Queen's Crown tournaments, which would 
I think we can agree we're both disasters. You don't have to do that, but then again, if you're going to look for a new number one contender for the number one championship in the company, you know, can we can we get some matches that mean something and that are compelling? No. We can't we can't do that because WWE Raw has to take the laziest approach to crowning a new number one contender I've ever seen. So we get we get um, Big E and Xavier talking about winning King of the Ring for Xavier. Um, here and then here comes. Uh, here comes Rollins, who says that he thinks he should get a shot at, at Big E, um, but that, um, but he's not the only one that wants a, sh- a shot at the championship. Big shocker! I know you're, I know you're absolutely floored, uh, Elio. But there's also another um, group of individuals who want a shot at him, including uh, Rey Mysterio, Finn Balor, and Kevin Owens. And I'm sure you can guess what what the four men in this ring mean for the main event. Can you guess, Elio? Could be a ladder match. (laughs) Yes, it's a fatal four-way ladder match to determine the number one contender for for the WWE title. Now, that in and of itself is perfectly fine. But can we get something that sets that up or maybe have, like I said, have some matches that mean something so that people can earn their way into this kind of match? Just a thought, just to make your weekly television more interesting. I know WWE doesn't like to do that. Uh, They like to put me uh, to sleep on a daily basis. Um, But... um, but aside from aside from that, I I literally cannot stand these these segments because all that ends up happening is here comes Sonya Deville and Adam Pierce to make it official. Do we really need these two baboons to come out here to make it official? Oh come on! I like, I like Sonya Deville. I don't like her in this role, but well, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, but. But so you're you're talking about it. You're you're basing an entire segment around setting up the fatal four way ladder match, and yet you you need some suit to come out and make it official. That's what I don't like about WWE authority figures, and we'll get more into that as we uh, coast into the SmackDown review, um, because I'm sure Elio will have something to say about that. Now. Um, uh, moving, moving things right along. Um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with low points first, just because, um, just because I can, and I, I think it's more entertaining. Um, so right off the bat, uh, T-Bar versus Damian Priest was a low light, absolutely. Um. We have Carmella versus Liv Morgan, which is a low light. Um, 
Haven't we seen this match time and time again over on SmackDown? I thought this was supposed to be a new era of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I, I have that as a little light. I'm <laughs> sick of Carmella and uh, the Morgan. However, um, Damien Priest and T-Bar, um, apparently Damien Priest turned heel. Apparently. Oh, oh, and then, and then there, I, there I forget about this, but... Bearcat Lee has got to be put in the low white category for the week because why? Because did you hear that terrible uh, good old scream or whatever the hell he did when he came oh, yeah. in? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, but but come on, the match itself—he uh, destroyed. <laughs> that thing. This is what he should be doing. This is but, a Keith Lee I want to see. But not like this, okay? And, and yeah, yeah, I know. Not, that, that, that was like Brock Lesnar level of uh, scream. But, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. That, that, that's exactly what I was, what I was no, getting I, to. No, I, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't like this, that scream. That was terrible. But the match itself, I, I actually have that as a highlight. Oh, <laughs> Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I'm going to explain it to you now. Oh, hey, go ahead. Because you're trying to establish Cedric Alexander again now that he's hooked back up with the rest of the Hurt Business. But no, of all people, you're trying to put somebody that you're trying to reestablish in a match against Bearcat Lee, I can't believe I had to say that. I have a straw up in my mouth. I like the name, kind of. I like the name. <laughs> don't be lame and don't be stupid, Elio. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I like the name. I don't have a problem with it. He goes up whatever he wants. I don't it, it, it's fucking terrible. This, 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 is, this is a Keith Lee we, uh. should, we should be seeing, not the greetings and salutations, Keith Lee, that we have seen before. Uh, well, I I don't really give a shit in, in, either way, but but can can we get somebody else? Can we get me a yin back, please? Yes, and and also if you're gonna have squash matches, can we put Akira Tozawa in them? Can we, <laughs> yes. Can we put Reggie in them? Don't put Cedric Alexander in them. Cedric Alexander's too good for this bullshit. I really, I, re- I really, I really don't understand wait, wait, it. I'm sorry. Were, were they on uh, Raw? Uh, red, whatever. Red sheets or whatever. No. Okay. Thank God. Okay. Go ahead. And then um, another low light was um, was uh, <laughs> Dominic Mysterio versus Austin Theory. Nobody cares. That was terrible. Um. And then, of course, the last low light of the evening um, would have would have had to have been RK Bro. Ooh, For, you like the that team though, don't you? Yeah, but but explain this to me. Why in the hell? Number number one. Earlier on in the evening, they had Dolph Ziggler and and Bobby Roode. I shall not call him Big Bob. 
they had they had this team. I don't know why, but they chose to let this team win a triple threat situation to earn an opportunity at the tag team titles. Uh, I'm not sure because in, in in this same match you also had the Street Profits. Why can't why can't they be in a title situation? Uh, but that's just a thought. And then, in addition, you also had Alpha Academy. They're more they're certainly more interesting than than Dolph Ziggler and Big Bob. You just called them Big Bob. <laughs> uh, oh, I thought you said you weren't gonna do that. Um. But um, so I, I was very confused by that, and I just I don't care. I I I truly do not care. I um I hate Monday Night Raw with a passion that I can't describe to you. And that that's all your no points. Yes, the 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 anger that I feel over having to consume Monday Night Raw on a weekly basis. Do you have any high points? Oh, do, do, well, they're much harder to come by. But let's see if I can find one. I actually didn't mind the main event, the ladder match. Yeah, we'll we'll put. I agree. We'll put that as the as the highlight. There is um, one. There's one other low light that uh, that we don't have. What's that? Freaking the, the Selena Vega ceremony. Followed, oh please! Followed by that match. That's that's a definite low light. Uh, well, this whole Queen's Crown bullshit is a low light. I mean, you know, talk about. Talk about putting your talent behind the eight ball. I mean, in those kind of scenarios, they're just setting people up to fail, in my opinion. Okay, so uh, that's it for Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that was relatively quick and painless. I don't know how I managed to pull that off, but I did, and I want credit for it. All right, well done, sir. Alright, um, so I'm going to briefly touch on NXT Halloween Havoc because I enjoyed this show. Yeah, although, although when, uh, when, you, when you get to this point, I wanna, I, there's a specific question I want to ask you. But go ahead. Alright, so I'm going to start with the, my low points. Um, Joe Gacy versus Malik Blade was terrible. And uh, this whole pairing with Harland... I don't like. I don't know where they're going with that. It um, looks like they're. It looks like they're having some sort of romantic tryst the way that Joe Gacy keeps stroking his uh, face. I, right. Uh, touch my hand, little snowflake. Follow me. No. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't pay me to touch your hand, you fucking <laughs> <laughs> another one. Another one for me is uh, Roderick Strong versus Odyssey Jones, and um, that, yeah, those are pretty much my uh, lowlights. Uh, my highlights. We had a uh, three, yeah, three championship uh, title changes. So we have Imperium defeating MSK to become the NXT Tag Team Champions. Uh, we had um, Toxic Attraction defeating 
Zoe Stark, Io Shirai, and Io Shirai, and uh, Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada to become the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions in a Scare Way to Hell match. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that you, you brought this up because I saw one clip from this match. Okay. And I'm betting you know where I'm going with this. Is it the bump that Io Shirai took? Yes. What the fuck was that about? That woman could have died. <laughs> it was like, no, like, no. No, I know, I know. Like, Go on. Like, I, and I didn't, I didn't get a, I didn't get a good look at who tipped the ladder, but check this out. So the ladder doesn't get tipped to to send Io Shirai crashing. Crashing through the ladder in and of itself is bad enough, but it, the ladder wasn't just tipped. It was thrown up into the air where both of the support beams are off the ground. This thing got flipped completely, uh, you know, upside down almost. It, that was the most reckless ladder toss I've ever seen in my entire life. And the fact that Io Shirai is not in the hospital, thank God, first of all, because I never like to see anybody getting hurt. But you know what that bump reminded me of? That reminded me of Matt Hardy's head hitting the concrete. Oh, yeah. And, and I thought and I thought I literally witnessed a death on live pay-per-view. That's what that reminded me of. Yeah. It's like, can we not do that? I understand there are, there are risks involved in a wrestling match, let alone a ladder match. I get all that. But Jesus Christ, can we not kill a young woman live on on network television, please? Otherwise, um, the results itself I'm fine with. I like Toxic Attraction. Um, then we the third title change: Mandy Rose, new NXT Women's Champion, defeating well, Raquel Gonzalez, and we see the return of Dakota Kai. Well, that doesn't surprise me because the way that, the way that they're pushing Mandy Rose now, from because obviously, like she uh, and, and I don't I don't mean to sound weird or sound like a pervert. She, uh, trust me, we're not basement dwelling versions on this podcast. Um, but um, in all seriousness, Mandy Rose is one of the most gorgeous women I've ever seen in my entire life. I like Mandy Rose. Um, I mean, I mean, wow. And I mean that in the most respectful way possible. Um, you know, but with what, what they are posting of her on Instagram is really pushing the boundaries of the PG product. I don't, I don't think it is PG to tell you the truth. Well, you know what, actually, um, I read an article, uh, well, I read, yeah, I read an article on um, where they interviewed Shawn Michaels. He said, and Shawn Michaels said that NXT reminds NXT 2.0 reminds him of the Attitude Era. 
Well, I wouldn't go that far, but certain, certainly, um, certainly, I'm getting flashbacks of Sonny with uh, Mandy Rose on um, on NXT. Although, although, in my humble opinion, and Sonny was a knockout in her day. Don't get me wrong. Mandy Rose blows her out of the water. Now, that is from a a physical looks and presentation standpoint. Now, from an from a, from an in ring perspective, um, I'm curious about the the decision to give her the championship, um, because um, from what I've seen of Mandy Rose. Um, she's not on that level. So, uh, what do you what do you think about uh, Mandy Rose being given the uh, t- title right now from an in ring perspective? I think I'm fine with it um, because um, you know what the Toxic Attraction has all the championships. This reminds me of that one time during the Edge where DX had all the championships. Right. So and that and that. If I'm looking at from that point, I, I I'm 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 okay with it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's just something I want to keep an eye on in the future. Because I mean, if because I mean, if she can improve in the ring, and and like I said, in all fairness, I have not seen Mandy Rose in this uh, incarnation at all. I have not seen a uh, toxic attraction outside of social media posts. I'm I'm really struggling with this current um, current version of NXT. I just I just don't know if I can bring myself to be invested in the product. The only thing the only thing I really hate is they're bringing the stupid camera cuts to this show. Uh, yeah. Well, I agree. Uh, the, okay, the the only one that I found surprising was uh, Tommaso Ciampa defeating Braun Breaker because I really thought Braun Breaker was gonna take the championship for like how how much they've been pushing this guy. Well, and I am so incredibly giddy in my happiness that they did not put the title on him yet. Yeah, um, I I, th- I think uh, they're gonna build to like the next pay per view, and and that's exactly what they should do because you know Broad Breaker has the potential to be great. Now now still, I I will I will argue with you to, until my dying day regarding the stupidity of the Broad Breaker name. Especially, okay. Yeah, hold on. Do you, sorry, hold, 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 hold on one sec. Hold no, I was going to tell you about the name. Uh, when when uh, they they uh, aired the first episode of 2.0, I I messaged you and I said I don't have a problem with the name. No, I have a problem with the name. I hate that name now. Well, then we are in one hundred percent agreement on yeah, that one. No, because, my God. Yeah, yeah, that name is terrible. You know, especially especially when they are making obvious references to the Steiners. What is wrong with calling him Rex Steiner? Because that was 
That was what was supposed to be his original uh, ring name. What's wrong with that? No, we have to go with Braun Breaker. But yet they make it agonizingly obvious every time he's in the fucking ring that he has Steiner blood running through him as if we couldn't see that he is the spinning image of his goddamn father. Or call him Bronson Steiner. Any, anything... I mean, call him dog shit gremlin. Anything is better than dog Braun, shit gremlin. What? Than uh, Braun Breaker. A- anything. Yeah, seriously. So um, th- uh, that is uh, my my uh, take on uh, NXT Halloween Havoc. Uh, I yeah, I enjoyed this uh, show. Uh, this was one of the, be- the the best show of the week. Actually, I'm gonna. Uh, now we're going to move on to AEW Dynamite. Ben, what did you think of this week's Dynamite? Honestly, uh, I didn't like it. Okay. What, what do you have for low points? Um, well, um, the low point for me, um, I don't, to, to, to tell you the truth, I don't have it in front of me. Um, let me uh, let me get it up. Why don't you? Um... Okay. Well, while, while you're doing that, I'm gonna go with mine. My low point: MJF versus Bryce Donovan. I I 100% agree with you on that. That was um... not a match. What I don't. And then the promo he cut after. Okay. You know the. I. If I hated him, Jeff, before, I, I hated him even more after I watched this documentary on Tubi because it wasn't a documentary. It was 59 minutes of MGF matches from CZW, and this character might be uh, new to you and to, and to the, our fans in AEW. But I've seen this same character in MLW, and he had the same character in CZW. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get it. Um. Like, at least, like, uh, change it up, keep it fresh. He does this, and, like, a lot of the stuff that he says, like, oh, I get it, you're in character, you're a heel. But, like, uh... This is what I'm talking about, like getting the wrong kind of heat is when you're flipping off yeah. a kid and making fun of someone in a wheelchair. Oh, I didn't see that part. Yeah, he did that, so that's why. Was, was that this week? I uh, know that was uh, recently. I they there was an article about it, so that's why. Uh, that's why I I continue to say yeah, I hate yeah. MJF. Um, that's going too far. Absolutely. Um. Now that I have the uh, now that I have the results in front of me, uh, let me uh, give you my uh, highlights and lowlights. So the highlight. Uh, I'm sorry. the The low light uh, for me is uh, Sammy Guevara versus Ethan Page. I Ooh. just don't care. I, I really okay. don't care. I love Sammy Guevara. I don't, don't get it twisted. I but you don't like that. Ethan Page, right? Well, it's, it's less about Ethan Page and more about I hate the fact that 
the American Top Team storyline is getting so much attention. No, I get it because uh, I really uh, because a little point another little point I have is that inner circle promo afterwards. I, I and that's the other thing. I, I'm glad you brought that up too because to me, the inner circle has lost so much of its of its shine and its momentum that it they're almost like an afterthought. Anyway, I can't, I can't believe it. I've never seen so many guys. Uh, Swearing, like actually using that language that doesn't get bleeped out on TV. Well, yeah, Unnecessar- unnecessarily. Yeah, and like, to, and to your point about MJF, him talking about all the ugly women and all, you know all this other stuff. I'm like, okay. Yeah, he rather put his junk in a blunt. No, no, okay, you know what? No, just stop. I don't want. I don't want to hear anymore. And, um, but, uh, but also, and I, I hate to do this, but I, I have to do it. Another one of my lowlights was, um, Hikaru Shida versus Serena D. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Uh... And that should have been a highlight for me, because when I saw that they were doing that match, I was like, that's awesome, because I love Serena D. But I don't know what it was, I don't know if it's, Stylistic differences. Can I, can, or whatever, I, can, I, but... can I tell you what uh, what uh, the, the other show? The, the, now I like Serena Deep. I'm a fan. I've been a fan of Serena Deep. The uh, the other show, they don't really like. They they look at her and they refer to her as like a thirty year old grandma. Well, and I can see that. I I honestly can. But you know, they're not not a fan of hers at all. But I like her so. Well, I, and I do too. Um, but something about this was just not. No, this even... was off. this match was off, way off. And then the the ultimate the ultimate low light was the Cody Rhodes promo. I don't give a single oh, fuck. That was Stop bad. it! It, oh. it was horrific. Absolutely horrific. Andrade, Andrade was also chill on the mic. Well, well, and, and I, I don't mean this to come off the wrong way, but Andrade should not have the mic in his hand. No, he should have someone like doing his uh, talking the, for the, him. They, they need to give him. Alex Abrantes, the, the, the same role with, with Andrade as he has with the Lewis brothers. Because, and I, I mean no disrespect, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, they're, they're, I, aren't they feuding, though? No, as I understand it, they're, they're allies. That was my understanding. But, um, but, you know, I mean no disrespect toward toward. Andrade or any other Spanish-speaking individual, but if you can't speak English, don't have a fucking mic in your hand on a U.S. television show because it it it, it makes your it, it it makes your product look stupid and it makes the talent look horrific. 
And since I'm good look seeing someone struggle on a mic. Yeah, and, and trust me, with with how fantastic of a wrestler he is, there is no way that Andrade should be made to look bad in any capacity. You know, have have a mouthpiece for him, for God's sake. He needs a like a Selena Vega type to talk for him because my God, it is physically painful to listen to him try to speak the English language. He's and uh, is that your low points? Absolutely. Okay, for high points, um, <coughs> I have CM Punk and Bobby Fish. Absolutely. I thought that was a great match. Absolutely. So those are my uh, high points, and we are now going to move over to uh, Friday. Uh, you want to do Rampage, uh, and then I'll uh, yeah, do let's, SmackDown. Yeah, let's do uh, let's do Rampage. All right, so move so, on to uh, Rampage. So this is going to be a very easy review for me to do. Ladies and gentlemen, if you did not see Rampage, I'm going to give you a very simple assignment. Watch Eddie Kingston versus Daniel versus Brian Danielson to kick off the show. That was a a semifinal match in the World Title Eliminator Tournament. And ladies and gentlemen, that match right there could have been, and I, and I will make the argument, perhaps it should have been the final of said tournament. Um, that match was a masterpiece. That could have been the main event of any pay-per-view in the fucking country, and I would have been like, take my money, please. I would have paid a hundred bucks for that, for that main event. That was, that was the professional wrestling that I grew up idolizing. Truly, it was a masterpiece. I'm going to give that as my highlight as well. Now, now, if... Now, on the other side of things, I'm curious as to why that was not the main event. Because if yeah. any... If event, any that was weird, the main event. I'm guessing because it's Halloween and whatever... I well, no, and I I get all that, okay. But first of all, Abaddon does nothing for me. <laughs> you don't like um, the character. I don't. I don't like it. I I really I really don't. I I thought I would because um, you know, it reminds me of Rob Zombie's Living Dead Girl, um, and and I love Rob Zombie and I love that song. I know all the lyrics to that song. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, you know, uh, Hellbilly Deluxe 2 is one of my favorite albums of all time, for Christ's sake. You mean two? I, you mean one? Well, or both? Uh, both. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, the thing is, ladies and gentlemen... The, the other the other aspect of this is 
having Britt Baker of all people in the ring with Abaddon makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, now, I, 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 I'm wondering why they have Jamie Hayter there because she does not fit into that group. Well, I ha- I'm good with Jamie Hayter. I much prefer Jamie Hayter over Reba. Take, take, take Reba or Rebel the fuck out of there and have. Uh, I don't like have, Rebel. Even 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 like in TNA either. Well, no, because and 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 look, I have nothing against Rebel. I'm just saying that she's not convincing as somebody's heavy. Jamie yeah, Hader, yeah, yeah. Jamie Hader, Jamie Hader is much more convincing in that capacity than Reba. I see that. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but but the fact that that Danielson versus Kingston was not the main event of a pay per view, let alone a simple rampage, um, is just something that is beyond me. That is surprising, like, that that wouldn't be a main event. I, I, I don't know, Abaddon in the main event, I, I don't know, I, I don't see it. Yeah, and, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm about to have an aneurysm live on the air, because as I'm going down my, uh, my review for the show, I'm using a different site than I typically use, and... And the grade that was given to Abaddon's match with Britt Baker oh, is no. making is making my blood boil. Oh no! Uh, somebody grab me the Reese's Pieces right now before I fucking spontaneously combust live on the BNC Progression Wrestling podcast because of this grade. Oh, now, no. Elio, before I reveal this situation to you. What what grade would you give Brett Baker versus Abaddon from Rampage? C minus a D actually a D. I oh, love no. you. Oh no! Because we we are so simpatico with the way we think oh, about no. professional wrestling. I love you. I I think you're fantastic. Because you, sir, delightful sir. You have a brain step. You have the ability to 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 enable critical thinking. I have a feeling that B, I'm gonna my head's gonna explode when I hear this grade. A B minus, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. B minus what? A B minus was okay. given to this situation. <sighs> What in the fuck are these people looking at here over... And I'm going to call them out. I don't give a fuck. Bleacher Report, what the fuck is up your ass? Oh, my God. Wow. I didn't didn't see these results. I saw the ones for Dynamite. That's why I'm... Wow. Uh, yeah, Bleach Report is very strange in their grading. If we think of a certain match is like horrendous, I, I'll go and look at the, the results if I can't watch the whole show, and I'll see that same match being graded high. <laughs> How? I just, wow. 
I I don't under I don't understand this. <laughs> I, I I really don't. It, you know, let's um let's let my head heal from the pain as we transfer the uh, review back over to Elio for his take on Friday Night SmackDown. Oh, Elio, I am so sorry. The the the, the, the show is really bad. Uh, you know what? You want to know how bad a, a show this was? You can tell when the show is really bad because I have one highlight. One highlight. And I have four, five, eight lowlights. Oh, I want to hear this. My one highlight. Now, the Charlotte Flair promo I didn't really like because she, her, she's, lately she's, uh, something is not quite right with her. Like, her promos are way off. Yeah, she's on autopilot. She doesn't give a fuck. But the match she had with Chelsea Blackheart, I thought was great. And I love the heel turn. I do, too. Oh, she destroyed Sasha Banks. I, like, what I, is going on? This is I a shot I want to see. I don't know if I liked the match, but I love the heel turn. Uh, this is a shot I want to see. <laughs> exactly. Now, for low points, sit down and grab your popcorn because I'm going to go through them. <laughs> okay, actually, in preparation, um, can we hit pause because I want to have a soda for this? Actually, that's good because I got a break as well, so fans who bear right back. All right, Ben, so <laughs> I have a total of eight low points on this show, this horrendous show. I mean, my God. All right, hold, hold on. Watch this, here now. I have orange soda in my hand. Now, now I'm, I'm going to crack this okay. before, you, before you get started. Because I want to hear all of this. Okay. It's delightful. <laughs> the wrath, the wrath of Elio... On a Saturday night, baby. <laughs> now look. First of all, okay, I already brought up one, which was the opening segment with Charlotte's promo. My next low light is, of course, Drew McIntyre and Mustafa Ali. <clears throat> I'm I'm so glad you brought that up. If they run a ra- a racism angle with Mustafa Ali, I'm gonna fucking stab somebody. <laughs> okay, okay. You know what? When when he said that, I'm like, no, no, don't do that. Don't. They better not be doing that. Don't start with this, okay? So, so, next. I think we have learned how badly racism angles go in wrestling. This Let's just, not do that. This is just what we need, right? To, to incite the wrestling fans even more. Okay, next is the New Day backstage segment with Hit Row. 
That was painful, as was exhibited with the ceremony. Yeah. As he knighted Kofi Kingston, Sir Kofi. No. Stop. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, Even the Usos couldn't save this. I am so done with the New Day in general. And I just, I can't, I can't stand it anymore. Next. Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Books. I feel so bad that Shinsuke, Shinsuke is still getting dragged down into this program. I thought this was over a long time ago. And well, it, it should have been it, over it a should, long time It should have been done after the crown no longer existed with Corbin and he lost it and uh, Nakamura uh, lost it as well before they had this stupid tournament, but whatever. So I feel um, bad for Nakamura in the trick or street fight, and then you had Roberto Carrillo and Angel Garza making their debut. And they were dressed up as zombies, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, now, stop. Now, yeah. Do you remember the last time we had zombies in professional wrestling? Uh, well, we have one on Halloween having the zombie referee, but I know what you're referring to. The Miz is a uh, match. Yes, yes, at WrestleMania Backlash, have we not learned that zombies and professional wrestling do not mix? And I don't want to fucking hear the excuse that, oh, it's Halloween. We have to make allowances. You're thinking too much. <laughs> Fuck zombies in a professional wrestling capacity. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, that, that is my smack. I'm so done. This this show was horrendous from top to bottom. Oh, this... also, 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 Naomi versus Sheena Baser was terrible as well. Well, as I'm hopping up and down with Glee, <laughs> because, because you share my rage, <laughs> This is what makes me so happy. I'm literally shaking. My son. <laughs> because this, I, 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 why? I, I need to compose myself to ask you a serious question. Why is Naomi and Shayna Baszler, why are they feuding? I don't know, Naomi. I've seen if Shayna Baszler has nothing to do with Naomi, so I don't know why. Like, Shawnee Devil brings her in, like, as her hired gun or whatever, but no! Stop! Wait. Why are you doing this? Like, why are you doing this? I don't get it. I, I, I can't figure it out, you know? And I think I think we've learned, ladies and gentlemen, that if if Roman Reigns is not going to be on the show, we don't need to watch SmackDown. You know what my, you know my other highlight? I said there was one. My other highlight was Paul Heyman when he, when he told Caleb Braxton, just leave me alone. Yeah, I I I, I love Paul Heyman. <laughs> he was my other highlight. The rest of the show was just garbage. And don't give me an excuse. It was Halloween weekend. No, I don't want to hear that. 
Well, and and the other the other excuse that really pissed me off was that oh it was the World Series and they had to move to Fox Sports One. I don't want to hear that. I don't care. Excuse me. The last time you were on Fox Sports One, a matter of weeks ago, is when you you uh, you moved the show to two and a half hours. Oh, is that what, is that what they were on Fox Sport? Yes. Okay. For the express purpose of going head to head with AEW, so the fact that. You're like, oh, this was a throwaway show on a much lesser network. No. Those excuses do not work when you are a 60-plus-year-old multi-million dollar company. I don't care what channel you're on. You should be drawing much better than what you're drawing. I'm sorry. Okay, so that is... uh... All the shows for the this week in wrestling, Ben. Now we get into the fun stuff. I, I am I am ready, sir. All right, uh, we'll get it. We'll be right back, uh, fans. All right, Ben. So, um, I watched uh, a couple of movies uh, this past week. Oh Lord. <laughs> Batten down the hedges, ladies and gentlemen. This is where he comes up with all those movie poster ideas to scare the shit out of me. We already, we already had Humpty Dumpty. In fact, let me set up an audio clip first because one of the movies that I have, I'm going to play a clip from one of the scenes because it really creeped me right the hell out. So just uh, bear with me and um, as I pull up the clip because it's all set to play, I just need to set it up. Alright Ben, so I have the clip uh, set up, but uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up um, IMDB as my source uh, to read the synopsis for these movies that I've seen. Now, the first one we have on the list is from 1942 called Cat People. God. Have you heard of this movie? No. My my parents weren't even alive in 1942. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Okay, this movie is supposed to be a fantasy horror thriller. Here we go. An American man marries a Serbian immigrant who fears that she will turn into the cat person of her homeland's fables if they are intimate together. Now, I've seen the cat in the movie. It's, it's, it's kind of creepy, especially when it growls. This large Black Panther-like uh, animal. Oh, God. So, um, okay, uh, this one, for me, uh, wasn't... The greatest I could I could do without it, but it had a sequel that came out a year later called "The Curse of the Cat People." Why must they do sequels? I, you know, I I don't understand the fascination with sequels in Hollywood. I'm sorry, uh, "Curse of the Cat People" came out two years later, 1944. But uh, here's a synopsis, and this has absolutely nothing to do with the first one. 
The young, friendless daughter of Oliver and Alice Reed befriends her father's dead first wife and an aging, reclusive actress. Okay, what does that have to do with the first one? Exactly, nothing. It's a completely different movie, completely different storyline, yet it's a sequel. I don't try to figure that one out. <laughs> oh my lord. Now, before I get to the movie, I really, I have the clip set up for, I want to bring up this movie that I saw just the other night, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Oh now, God. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. No, I have not. Well, good for you because, my <laughs> God, you know what? This movie, have you ever seen that one, that one movie where you have no idea what's going on, like nothing makes sense, it's a train wreck yeah. like from beginning to end, there is no story? Yeah, I had that experience with District 9. Oh, I saw that movie, painful. Oh, my brother dragged me to the theaters to watch it. Hey, honestly, dude... My my brother and I were so confused. I mean, it, it didn't like freak us out or anything, but we're like so confused of like what is this that we walked out. So, the, the, and that's what this movie Beyond the Valley of the Dolls is. It says right on the movie poster. Now, okay, in nineteen sixty eight, they made a movie called Valley of the Dolls. Okay, right. 1970, they made Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. It says right on the poster, not a sequel. Okay. And here's the description. Three girls come to Hollywood to make it big, but find only sex, drugs, and sleaze. Sounds like a bad porno. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Pretty much that... Because I was sitting at my computer the other night, and I'm like, what am I doing? It's 12 a.m. What am I doing sitting here watching this stupid, spoiled movie? So if no offense, if, not, if you haven't seen this movie, don't. Don't waste your time. Yeah, it seriously. Is a, it is an hour and... Four and thirty-three minutes of my life that I'll never get back. See, because you you want to see you want to see good Halloween movies. Check out The Lost Boys from nineteen eighty-seven. Okay, check check out check out The Addams Family. Check out the original. I'm talking the original Child's Play. Not not all the updated crap. No 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 no. Not the new show. The original Child's Play, and then and then check out the monsters. The the, the monsters. Uh, wait, which one's the monsters again? The 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 monsters. The um, oh, the monsters. The monsters. Yes. Yeah. Um. You go. Okay. So yeah, that's uh, that's that movie Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Um, yeah. See. The movie was bad, but then I made the poster for it, and the poster turned out great. I'll, okay. I'll actually send you uh, the poster. Hold on, I have it right here, actually. Let me 
just pull it off of um, off of Pinterest and I will send it to you and you can check out the poster. Yes, I saved them all on Pinterest so I have a way to download them because otherwise I have no way of downloading them and I don't want to lose them. No, that makes sense. Besides, we've already firmly established on this show that you do better poster work than WWE. Alright, so I'm downloading the image. Okay, there we go. Okay, I'm going to send it off to you right now. You should be getting it right this very minute. So it should be there on your messenger. Indeed. Let me... uh... There you go. Let me take a look at this. Oh, God. Looks like a terrible movie. Well, you did a better job than the, than the movie, apparently. Well, I'll, I'll, show, I'll, show, I'll show you the poster for the, the actual poster for the movie. This is the actual poster right there. Hold on. Let me maximize you. Oh, God, that is <laughs> atrocious. <laughs> right? Sounds like, it looks like it was made by WWE's creative department. And now, Ben, here's the last movie. This is called The Seventh Victim. Alright. And this is a drama horror mystery from 1943. I wasn't sure what to think of this because when I see like a creepy movie that I've never heard of before and I look at the trailer and it looks kind of strange but I kind of want to watch it uh, but I, I'm a little hesitant to going into it here's the synopsis a woman in search of her missing sister uncovers a satanic cult in New York's Greenwich Village and finds that they may have something to do with her siblings random disappearance oh god now the scene I'm gonna play the clip, okay? Okay. Now we all we all know about the shower scene from Psycho, right? I've never seen that. Dude, seriously, you never seen it? the original Psycho? No. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. Now look. <laughs> how 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 have you not seen Psycho? Are you kidding me? <laughs> because, um, because I've never been a horror movie guy. Oh, good. Well, this, uh, okay, so <laughs> Psycho is uh, not like the gory type. It doesn't scare you with, like, gore and blood. I mean, there's blood, but it's like a it's black and white, but... Right. So, but we all know about the shower scene, right? Where the, the woman in the shower and then uh, Norman Bates dressed up as his uh, mother. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I've heard about it, yeah. That one took place in 1960, that movie. This one's in 1943. The oh, scene God. is similar. Okay, oh, this where woman's in the shower and the shadow appears on the other side of the curtain, okay? And here's the scene. Tell me that this isn't this wouldn't creep you out watching this late at night. 
This is Mrs. Reddy, Mary. Oh, I'll be out in a minute. That won't be necessary. I haven't much to say. If I were you, Mary, I'd go back to school. I'd make no further attempt to find Jacqueline. I can't give up looking for her, Mrs. Reddy, no matter what you're hinting at. I have no intention whatsoever of hinting. Your sister, Mary, is a murderess. She killed Irving August. Stabbed him out of fright when he discovered where she was hiding. I don't believe you. I have to help get rid of the body. You saw it on the subway. And I warn you, Mary, go back. You don't know what you're doing or what dreadful things you might bring about by looking for your sister. You go back to school. Yeah, that would freak me the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. I, I was watching this in my room. I was like, one o'clock in the morning, I'm watching this. I'm like, freaked <laughs> out. Like, what the hell? Yeah, that's not, that's not good when you're trying to wind <laughs> down for the night. <laughs> okay, so uh, those are the movies that I've seen uh, this past weekend. Now, we're getting into Time Warp. Absolutely. And I like I was telling you at the off air before we went on um there is no audio this week as all these all these matches took place at live tapings, so here we go. The best of cage matches and you will see a trend here. Because I saw I saw a trend. I thought this would be like a mix of like different cage matches. But you're going to see a trend here, okay? Okay. So, our first match takes place on August 26, 1983 from the Sam Houston Coliseum in Houston, Texas. And it is Hacksaw Jim Duggan defeating Ted DiBiase in a Loser Leaves Town match. Sounds like a good match. And... Uh, this was a play match, a bloody match that DiBiase dominated, but Hacksaw Jim Duggan managed to pull out the win in the end. So DiBiase was forced to leave town. However, August 29th, 1983, three years later, three days later, Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus Ted DiBiase at the Riverside Centroplex in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. In a coal miner's glove tuxedo match, the loser must leave town for thirty days. Oh, oh Lord! So, so if they had, if they had the, the second match that soon after the first one, what, what was the point of the first one? I wonder. Well, see, there are two different towns because the first one was in Houston, Texas. The second one was in Louisiana. Two different crowds. Oh, okay. That makes uh, sense. Our next one takes place October 17th, 1986 at Sam Houston Coliseum. Ted DiBiase defeating Terry Bam Bam Gordy in a steel cage match. And following his victory, Michael Hayes demanded a match with DiBiase as DiBiase uh, took off with the UWF Heavyweight Championship. So, DiBiase returns to the ring, and we have Teddy DiBiase defeating Michael Hayes in a country-whipping match. Oh, God. 
where the where, where the and the stipulation no the reason why it was called that is because the UWF championship belt was in the ring and was used in the match. That's why it was called the country whipping match. Okay. Then we had two more back-to-back matches on September 5th, 1986. Steve Dr. Death Williams defeating Buddy Roberts. Following the match... Uh, Sorry? Oh, I was just going to say, I've never heard of Buddy Roberts before. Buddy Roberts is uh, one of the Freebirds. Oh, okay. Following the match, uh, Steve Williams is attacked by Michael Hayes, which in turn brings out Teddy Biasi to to uh, even up the numbers as he took Hayes out, and that leads to the second match: Steve Williams versus Michael P. S. Hayes. And who won that one? And Steve, I'm uh, sorry, Steve Williams defeats Michael Hayes. Cool. And then the final match on the specification matches, we had Jake the Snake Roberts defeating Lord Humongous. This match took place November 29th, 1985. Lord Humongous, oh my Lord god. Uh, no, it isn't. It was not Sid Vicious this time, as uh, several different people played that character. Oh, well, you took the question right out of my mouth. <laughs> so, that is Time Warp for this week. Uh, next week, we're going to have two. I'm going to try and fit two in. We're going to have the best of, best of women's matches from 1980. It's a 1987 compilation. Oh, cool. And following that, we're going to take a look at Hulk Hogan's unseen matches from the, from the 90s. Oh, oh wow! That'll, that'll be amazing if you can find a uh, a, um, <clears throat> a a large number of matches from that time period we haven't seen. And uh, earlier, um, preparing for the show, I was looking at uh, the videos that are going to be coming soon. So these are not yet. Uh, have not yet been added. So these are coming soon. Here's the list that we have. We have the best of Jim Duggan. Okay. The best of Ted DiBiase. Bret Hart unseen matches from 1991. That'll be good. Especially coming off of King of the Rain 91. British Bulldog unseen matches. From the 90s. Uh, then we had Shawn Michaels unseen matches from the 90s. And we have WWF SWS shows from Japan. From 1991. And uh, for that we have uh, four shows that uh, were taped in Japan. Cool. The, the first being on March 30th and the next three being April fir- April the 1st, April 23rd, and May 23rd. Very cool. 
So yeah. that's all coming soon. Yeah, I'd be very interested to see the um, British Bulldog and Bret Hart stuff. All right, and um, now before we uh, close out, the Real Quarantine Show is back on this past Wednesday. The new show went up where we talked about villains. We were joined by Javier Oist, uh, a writer for ProWrestlingStories.com. Ben, have you checked that site out? No, I have not because my... Did, my... did I send you that link? No. I'll send you that link, but uh, there's a lot of cool stories on there. Cool. So, and uh, we're also joined by the, the Canadian crusher, AJ Sanchez, and uh, we uh, talked about villains from Roddy Piper, Ric Flair, MJF, and more. And that, that went up Wednesday. Still not sure what's going up for the archives. Um, I'm looking at uh, the first episode that we did last year where we talked about Hulkamania but I will see yeah, that, that might not go over too well with with what he's got going on now so so yeah uh, I might uh, put up a heels episode or maybe another episode where we talked about uh, getting heat yeah so you can find myself uh, the legend TJ Logan and the Lomo Fandy Anderson Wednesday night, Wednesdays and Sundays on YouTube and Facebook and now we are going to get go into the final segment, Wrestling Roulette Yes So let me set this up here So bear with me here fans all right, Ben, are you ready? Absolutely, buddy. All right, here we go. Now, Wrestling Roulette. We're going to play 11 songs. And my co-host has to guess whose entrance themes they are. And he only has 10 seconds. And he has to get 19 out of 11. No, I believe 19 out of 12. What, what, 19 out of 12? What, what, Sorry. What, no, he has to get a 19 right out of 21. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> 19 plus 2, 21, right? I played 21 tracks. Good you have to get... All right, are you ready? That, that's setting the bar really high here. <laughs> hey, you did well last week. Are you ready? Yep. idea. That is Bret Hart. So you start to fire the Bret Hart tribute. Oh wait, no, we don't do that. Sorry. We don't do that. Those uh, songs. Hold on. Okay, here's the official first one. Papa Shango. I don't think I've ever heard that theme. 
Ooh, yeah. <laughs> have you have have you seen the Godfather and his uh, Papa Shango uh, gimmick? Only in one or two clips. He was. I love that character in the nineties. He was awesome. All right, so we are zero and one. Are you ready? Yep. What y'all say? I with that one that one part with I don't care what y'all say I've never heard that one but uh, that's Trish Stratus. That's Trish Stratus actually. Oh yeah, you can hear it when that when uh. When the, it's being played on, in in arenas because over the crowd. Yeah. So yeah, one in one. All right. What? Simon Dean. Oh, oh, fuck off. What? Oh, Simon Dean. (laughs) That was such a bad gimmick. Oh, God. If he tries to sell any more of his protein shakes, I'm going to throw up. (laughs) Okay, here we go. No, wait, that doesn't count. That's the Survivor Series theme. Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, Shield. Gee, want to take a guess? Tommy <laughs> 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 guess the Shield. <laughs> the Shield. <laughs> Jeez, that, that was such a difficult one, too. Exactly. <laughs> Triple H, my time. Triple H, yes, this is the instrumental version. All right. Here she comes again, like good medicine. Every step she takes. Maria Canellis? Yes. Let's see, four and two. And we already gone through six. Cool. Alright. Road dog Jesse James. No, the new age outlaws. Uh, it's still the same thing. <laughs> You're not gonna get me from that. You know, I'm five and two, motherfucker. <laughs> no, in five and two, yes. Um, okay. Next one. Jonathan Coachman? <laughs> yes. Oh, <geez. laughs> 
That's six and two. Okay, here we go. Can you feel the My favorite theme of all time, Eddie, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. Seven and two. All right, next stop. No. What? No, that one's from the original CD. Oh, you want me to put it again? No, the originals, that was a Ray Mysterio song from the originals. Okay, yeah, play it again for me. The, this, this is the sex one, because I'm not playing anything from the original CD. Okay. Okay, here we go. Of domination, maybe? No. Is Colonel Mustafa. Oh. I honestly, I don't even know who that is. The Iron Sheik. Like, no, but like, I've never heard of that gimmick, though. Like, that's weird. Seriously? Yeah, I've, I've never heard of that gimmick do, before. Do you, remember, do you remember when Sergeant Slaughter turned heel, he was feuding with Hogan? Yeah. And he had his General Adnan? Yeah. And then he had Colonel Musa, he had the Iron Sheik joining him. Yeah, I, I, I don't recall that. Okay. So, alright, next up. No, that's, that's Raven. West Texas Rednecks. Yeah. Rap is crap. Oh, God. Alright, seven and four. Seven and four. Let's see, we are, we're already at 11. Alright. Sliva, but that's not somebody's theme. That was a, that was a like a pay per view theme. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. They, they, it was it was for the Dudley Boys, but that, but um, it was like a specific theme. I have Chris Jericho here. No, no, that wasn't Chris Jericho. That I was just sh- King of My World. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. I right here. King of My World. It's weird. We're not gonna count that one. All right. 
Seven and four. Here we go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hybrid 2.0. Hybrid 2, yes. I, I don't like that. I don't like that tag team. No, neither do I. I'm just... No, we're not doing that. Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon. What? It's <laughs> <laughs> a WCW theme. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter, maybe? I don't, I, what the fuck? No, I said WCW. He wasn't WCW. Oh, uh... I didn't catch that part. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Misfits in action. Yeah, I never even saw them. I don't know. All right. All right, here we go. Want to guess? Uh, AEW theme. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, Sean Spears. Adam Cole. That sounds nothing like his theme. Cause I, I, I that pisses me off. Cause I know his theme. That doesn't sound anything like it. Oh well. Oh no, it's not, sorry, it's not, it's not AEW, it says NXT theme. No, it wasn't. Everybody yeah. everybody knows what Adam Cole's theme was. You that, know, after he broke off from the Undisputed Era. What? what? What do you have that thing for? For like two months? What? Again. Right there. Alright, that's... Uh, Thunder, it's, it's, called, it's called Thunder Boom. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just, you yeah. know, it's a little weird. Uh, so nine and uh, five. Six. Nine, and nine and six, six I think. Hey, okay, here we go. Next one. <laughs> That's a hard one. The layup of the evening. Uh, could it be the Macho Man? Yes, you are, you are ten and six. All right, five. We have five. Yep. Yeah, five more. Here we go. Undertaker. Undertaker. The time has come to relieve that pain, which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable. Uh, 
that is mankind. Mankind. So 12 and 6. Very cool. Alright. I was never a fan of this gimmick, but that's Val Venus. Val Venus. Men friended me on Facebook. Okay, next. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't think Michael Jackson was a wrestler. Um, uh, I I don't know. Brother Love. What? Brother That's, Love. That is very random, but okay. Otherwise known as uh, Bruce. Oh God! Uh, All right. We hate Bruce on this podcast. You've never seen it as a stupid segment, the Brother Love Show, have you? Uh, I think I saw one. Because wasn't um, wasn't Jake the Snake on one of them? Yes. Uh, which one was that that you saw? Was he blinded by Rick Martel? I believe so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, that show, uh... I have no idea. This guy was in... ECW, the WB version of ECW, uh, Sylvester 2K. Yeah, there's no way I would have got that. And you know what? I don't even remember ever seeing this guy. I, I think I saw him on SmackDown once. So, Ben, that is... 21. 12 and 8, not bad. As you know, it's uh, 14 and 7. You got 14. Oh, okay. And 7. Not well, bad. That's a, yeah, that's much better than I typically do. Alright, so Ben, we see you bring your show to a close. Absolutely. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Another week of the PC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Bye for now. Ben, say goodnight to the fans. Good night, people. All right.